Welcome to episode 19. Episode 19, we are talking about, do you believe this? What do you believe? Because what you believe determines how you will live your life. So if you want to make sure that you're living a life that is impactful for the kingdom of God, it is imperative to sit down, to reevaluate what you believe and who you believe in. Because when you put your faith in Jesus Christ and you understand who he is and what he's done for you and what he's going to do in the future and how he's going to rule and reign on this earth in the millennium and for all eternity, it's easy to give your life for Jesus. But tonight we're talking about what do you believe? Do you believe this? And I want to start out just right out of the gate at Luke chapter 9, verse 18 through 20 in the Passion Translation. So listen to these few verses right here. It says, One time Jesus was praying in a quiet place with his disciples nearby. He went to them and asked, Who do people think I am? They answered, Some are convinced that you are the prophet John who has returned. Others say you are Elijah or perhaps one of the Jewish prophets brought back from the dead. Jesus asked them, But who do you believe that I am? Peter said, You are the anointed one. You are God's Messiah. In other versions, it says, You are the rock. You are the Messiah. You are the Son of the living God. That's what Peter said. But I want to key in on this part of the verse right here. Let me pull it up right here for you. I want to key in on this right here. It says, Jesus asked them, But who do you believe that I am? Peter said, You are the anointed one. God said, Who do you believe? believe that I am. That's the verse that I want to key in on tonight is who do you believe that I am? Who do you believe that Jesus really is? There are many people and there are many leaders who are saying Jesus is this and Jesus is that, but who do you believe Jesus is? See, when you believe Jesus is the person that you believe he is, then you'll follow him the way that you believe he is. People follow Jesus to the level of who they believe he is. See, whoever you believe Jesus is, if you believe he's a prophet, you follow him to this level. If you believe that he's, but if you really believe that Jesus is king, that he is the Lord, he is Messiah, that he came to die when you were yet a sinner. He gave his life for you so you could spend eternity with him and in heaven. Man, I tell you what, when you really understand that Jesus is the king of kings, it begins to be easier to give up this life and to go after the next one, to go after the one in eternity. But you know what? Until you believe who Jesus really is down deep in your heart, it's going to be hard for you to give up the things in this life that are distracting you. So who do you believe that he is? You can only follow Jesus with everything and give up everything if you really believe that he is the Messiah, the Son of God, the Savior of the world, the King of Kings. If you don't believe it, it's not going to happen to the level that you want to. Your level of following Jesus is determined on the level of your belief in who he is. All the other leaders denied that he could be the Messiah, so they didn't follow him. Others believed that he was a good man, but they were not willing to give up everything to follow just a good man. Then there were those who knew who Jesus was, and they left everything to follow him. I'm telling you right now, do you believe that Jesus is just a good man? 
If you believe he's just a good man, you're, there's no way you're going to give up everything just to follow a good man. But if you believe that he is the Messiah, the anointed one, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the rock, everything, when you believe that he is who he really is, it becomes easier to give up everything and follow him. There's nothing left in this life. Everything in this life fades away. It becomes dim when we have our eyes focused on Jesus and when we really know who he is. Is Today is about really evaluating your heart. Who do I really believe Jesus is? Is my belief in Jesus, is it based on what other people around me believe or people who have just taught me? Or have you really sat down and have you really just really, really, really evaluated who you believe Jesus is? Because if he is the anointed one, if he is the Messiah, if he is to he is to me, if he is to you, then it becomes so much easier to change your life, to get rid of those things in your life that have been holding you down, those, those strongholds, to break free from those because you want to follow Jesus. You want to be pure. You want to be ready when he comes back to get you because your bridegroom, Jesus, he is getting ready to come. I can hear the footsteps of heaven right now. He is getting ready to come back to get us, and he, the Bible says in Revelation chapter 19, verse 7, it says that the bride has made herself ready. Have you made yourself ready? You're only going to make yourself ready if you believe he's the king of kings, if you believe that he is the bridegroom and you are his bride and you're going, you know what? I want to be pure. I want to be faultless. I want to be blameless. When he comes, I want to be ready. I'm telling you right now, He's getting ready. The Bible says that five of the bridesmaids will be ready and five will not. You get to determine if you are ready or if you are not. So it's up to you. What do you believe? Do you believe that he's the king? Do you believe that he's coming? Do you believe that he's coming soon? The Bible says that in the end, it says that the spirit of God and the bride will say in unison, they will say, Come, Lord Jesus. And when we, as the bride of Christ, are begging Jesus to come, when we are in unison with the Holy Spirit, saying, Come, Lord Jesus, come. He's going to come. He's going to split that sky. He's going to come and get us. It's going to be a glorious day. But you got to know who He is. So Jesus pauses in this verses here in Luke. It's also found in Matthew chapter 16. It says, Jesus asked His disciples, Who do the crowds say that I am. When you go back, he says, he says, who do the crowds say that I am? So then they answered, well, some say John the Baptist, some say Elijah, still others say one of the prophets of long ago has come back to life. So we have all these um, answers that Jesus is asking them, who does the crowds, the crowds say that I am? John the Baptist, Elijah, one of the prophets came back from the dead. But then Jesus asked them the million dollar question. But what about you? Who do you say that I am? And I want to look at you in the camera tonight, and I want to ask you, who do you say that Jesus is? Not one of the, not one of the people out there, not one of the crowds, not somebody that you grew up around your whole life, not your Sunday school teacher, not your grandparent, not your parent, not your neighbor, not your coworker, not your friend. Who do you say that Jesus is, because everything hinges on who you believe that he is. Jesus is trying to get the disciples to come to a conclusion of who they believe Jesus was. 
he had to ask them who the crowds say that they were so he could help them understand, hey, look, I'm not interested in who the crowds say that I am. I want you, the individual in front of me, I want you to dig down deep and, and for you to believe. What do you believe about me? Jesus knew that if he could get anyone to believe in their heart that he was the Messiah, then they would serve him as the Messiah. See, when you know that Jesus is the Messiah, you will give your life to him and answer the call that God has on your life. There's no way you're going to answer the call that God has on your life if you don't truly believe that Jesus is the Messiah. Maybe you used to be on fire for God and you were answering the call of God and you've fallen away because you were hurt, you were wounded, or so many different things happened in life. You backslid and you just kind of not answering the call of God in your life. It all comes back to this. It doesn't matter how many times you've been wounded or how many times you backslidden. You've got to get back to the point in your heart. Do you believe that Jesus is the Messiah? Is he the King of Kings? If he's the King of Kings, then it becomes easier to put all of our wounds away, all the backslidden mistakes away and say, you know what? When I get my eyes focused on Jesus, the author and perfecter of my faith, it's easy or easier, I'll say, to put down the things of this world and the hurts and the, and the blame and the anger and the bitterness and the resentment and the unforgiveness and all of these things that keep us from living out how God's called us to live. It's easier to lay these things down when we really believe that He is the Messiah. And that's what Jesus is trying to get the disciples to understand that who He really is. See, when you live your life by what you believe and not what others believe, then you will be able to break through in your spiritual life onto the journey that you've always wanted. The crowds are not willing to say that Jesus is the Messiah because when they believe in their heart and confess with their mouth that Jesus is the Son of God, then they have to change the way they live. So are you going to follow the crowds or are you going to get your own belief about Jesus? Your own belief, your own belief. What do you believe about him? When you believe in who he is, you'll fall in love with him. You'll want to spend time reading his word, his love letter that he's written to you. You'll want to shut the door, go behind closed doors, become intimate with him and just get to know him. What's on his heart and say, God, how can I help you build your kingdom on this earth? And you'll just begin to be obedient to the voice of the Lord and you'll follow your king. Because the crowds are not willing to do that because if they say that Jesus is the Son of God, they know that they have to change the way they are living. You can't believe in your heart that Jesus is the Son of, a God, Son of God, the Messiah, the Savior of the world, and the King of Kings, and not change the way you live. It just simply can't happen. If you believe He's the Son of God and He's the King of Kings, you can't continue living the same way you've always lived. Yes, we'll make mistakes from here, from time to time. I've made my fair mistakes, a fair share of mistakes. I've had to ask Haley to forgive me. I've had to ask friends to forgive me. I've had to ask God to forgive me many times. But there's things that happen along the way, but there's a lifestyle change when you really believe that Jesus is the king. You can't fully experience Jesus when you let the beliefs of the crowd determine how you're going to live. I want to ask you tonight, are you letting the beliefs of the crowd determine how you live your life? See, the crowd believes that Jesus is a good man, that he's John the Baptist, that he's Elijah, that he's a prophet that came from years ago, that raised from the dead. 
But the crowds never understood that he was the son of God, the Messiah. Are you letting the crowd's beliefs determine how you live your life? Because if you really believe who Jesus is, you're going to find that that joy and you're going to find that passion to go out and live for him. The Bible talks about in Matthew 13, it talks about how there was a there was a merchant who found a who found a pearl a pearl of great price, and they began to sell all that they had to buy this pearl. Let me tell you what, Jesus is that merchant, and he saw the great pearl of price, which was us, the church, and he gave all that he had to buy that pearl. And he, if, if Jesus gave his life, if he gave everything for the pearl, for the bride of Christ, shouldn't we be willing to give everything? If Jesus looked at us and saw us so valuable to give everything, Everything he had for us, shouldn't we be willing to give everything that we have for the pearl, for the church, for everything that we have that we have in this life to give it up for the next life, to give it up for our king? I'm telling you what, when you believe in who Jesus is, you believe in what he died for, you believe in who he died for. And that's you and that's me for us to put our faith in Jesus Man, it becomes exciting again. It becomes exciting to give your... I remember sitting there one day, I was sitting in Pastor Mark Correll's Bible study, and he started talking about the pearl of great price, and it hit me between the eyes. I was like, my goodness, Jesus thought we were that valuable to die for us, and he gave his life for us. I was like, you know what? How much more can I give myself for the church, for the people around me, for the believers around me? And you know what? To raise up more people, raise up more disciples, to go out there and help reach the lost, to build the church. I'm telling you what, y'all, it gets exciting when you really, really believe it. What do you believe tonight? The, 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 you must fully decide who Jesus is and live for him. And that is going to be determined how you believe. Jesus knows when you confess that he is the Messiah, you will give your life for him. You have to decide who Jesus is on your own. You can't worry about what your friends think or whatever. You got to decide on your own. Each person gets their lifespan to decide who they believe Jesus is. Listen to these next few quotes I got here. When you decide who Jesus is, then you will live like what you believe. When you decide that Jesus is the Messiah and the son of the living God, then don't live like he is just one of the prophets. The problem with the church today is that there are too many people confessing that Jesus is the Messiah, but they're living like he is just a prophet. I want to ask you tonight, do you confess with your mouth that Jesus is the Messiah, the King of Kings, but you're living your life like he is just one of the prophets? See, your life, how you live your life determines on what you really, really believe. If you're just living out there like he was a good man, like he, but, but if you believe that Jesus is the King of Kings, he's the King that pulled you out of darkness into the marvelous light. He gave you an open door to go into eternity in heaven with him in the presence of God forever and ever while you were still a sinner, while you were his enemy. When you believe in what Jesus has done for you, it becomes so much easier to give your life for him and to believe. So I'm asking you tonight, what do you believe? When you know who Jesus is, you will discover who you are. See, in this, in this passage that I read earlier, Jesus begins to go, Peter, what you have said that I am the Messiah, the Son of God, it is something that is a 
download from the Father. The, the Father gave you this download from heaven. And Jesus ended up calling Peter a rock, a rock of the church. And that Peter understood that Jesus was the rock. See, Peter found out he was a rock when he confessed that Jesus was the rock. See, you'll begin to understand who you are when you understand who Jesus is. But it's not until you know who Jesus really is that you're going to find out who you really are. Don't forget that you are created in the image of God. You were created by God, for God. And I'm telling you right now, the purpose that you are on this earth is to live out the kingdom of God on this planet. The Bible says to seek first the kingdom of God and all of these things will be added unto you. Are you seeking first the kingdom of God? Because that's why you were put here on this earth is to know God and then to live out his kingdom on this earth. So your lifestyle must match your confession. If you are still living a worldly life after saying that Jesus is the Messiah, then you didn't have a true revelation that Jesus is the risen King. Because if you believe that Jesus is the risen King, if you truly believe that he rose from the dead and that he's the King of Kings and that he ascended into heaven and he's sitting at the right hand of God and that he speaks to you and me through his spirit every single day, that means he's given us assignments. He's given us orders. He's given us things to do on this earth. But some people in the book of Luke, I think it's Luke chapter six, would look at Jesus and be like, no, I'm not. and Jesus would be like, why do you call me Lord, Lord, and not do what I say? See, if you really believe that Jesus is king, when he gives you assignment, you will follow it out to the end because you're living for your king. When someone believes that Jesus is king, then they develop a holy fear of him as their Lord. There's no way that you can believe who Jesus really is and not develop a holy fear of him. A holy fear is a good thing. When you stand before a king, you want to bow. You want to have a holy respect. You want to, you want to get on your knees. You want to respect him and honor him for who he is. When's the last time that you got on your knees and you've told Jesus, Jesus, I know who you are. You are the king of kings. You are the Lord of lords. I'm here on my knee. I surrender my life on this earth to live for you. Please give me an assignment to carry out on this this earth. And when you begin to hear the voice of God, just carry out those assignments. The assignments a lot of times start with just you. He's saying, okay, clean this up out of your life. Go tell that person that you forgive them. Go cut that person's grass. Go do this. It starts with you a lot of times before he starts to give you words to help other people. So you will, you will give an account of the kingdom life you lived on this earth. When you confess Jesus as your king, then you are transferred out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. And you will give an account of how you lived out that kingdom life on this earth. You, you're now responsible of how you're living in this new kingdom. And you will give an account to your new king of how you lived out the kingdom life on this earth. When you give your life to Jesus, when you invite him in, you're saying, Jesus, you are the king of kings. You're the Lord of lords. Now he is your new king. And you're, you, you will report to your new king when you pass from this life into the next. And you'll give an account for how you lived out the orders, the assignments, the 
that he gave you on this life. So how are you living? Because what you believe about Jesus and who he is will determine how you live your life every day that you wake up. What am I going to do today? Am I going to say no to this situation? Am I going to say no to this temptation? Am I going to do this? Am I going to do that? Well, when you believe who Jesus is and that he's given you an assignment and a purpose to carry out on this earth, it becomes easier to follow in his footsteps and to go, you know what? I got to keep my eyes focused on the path that God's called me to walk. As a Christian, you will not be um, giving an account of your carnal life on this earth because your sins have already been forgiven. They've been paid for by the blood of Jesus. When you stand before your king, you will be giving account of how you lived out your new kingdom life in front of your new king. It's going to be an amazing day, but you will give an account. And I can't sit here and tell you that you're not because you are going to give an account for how you live on this earth. In the last paragraph of the Bible, Jesus says, Behold, I am coming quickly, and I'm coming so quick. I'm coming quickly. He says that I'm coming quickly, and behold, my reward is with me to give to each person according to what they have done. Time is running short. What have you done for the kingdom? You're going to give an account. I'm telling you, I'm here to tell you, you'll be given account of how you lived as a citizen of the kingdom of light while you were living in this dark place. A king can only hold you responsible for the way he has asked you to live in his kingdom, but he will ask you, he will hold you accountable for how he asked you to live out the kingdom um, of light in this place where Satan rules and reigns currently, but Jesus is coming. He's got the keys and he's coming. He's going to be, um, he's going to be taking back this place in the rulership for a thousand years in the millennium when he comes back. And man, I want to be right there beside him ruling and reigning. Don't you? But you know what's going to happen? Only those people who go after Jesus with all their heart, soul, and mind and strength are going to be able to be standing right beside him and ruling and reigning with him him forever. Your lifestyle on earth will show everyone who your king is. Let me repeat that. Your lifestyle on earth will show everyone who your king is. Your lifestyle on earth will prove what kingdom you are still serving. If you said with your mouth that you are serving the kingdom of light, but with your life you're serving the kingdom of darkness, you need to take a hard look into your soul and have you ever truly given your life to Jesus Christ? Jesus Christ came from heaven. He was sent by his father. He lived a perfect life. He died on the cross as a offering for my sins and your sins. And he died. He was buried and he rose again three days later. He did all this while we were still sinners, while we were enemies. He loved us so much and wanted a relationship with us so much. This is who Jesus is. And we must put our faith in him. Him, asking to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us. But when you believe this, it should change your lifestyle. It should change the way you live. It should change everything. And if you are a prodigal son, if you have once given your life to Jesus, but you are way off away from the Lord, it's time to come back home. It's time to come to your senses and realize that Jesus will take me back. The Father will take me back into his arms, but you must come home to him. You must give up your the old ways. You must give up the ways of this world. You can't live the ways of the kingdom of darkness and say that Jesus is my king. It doesn't go together. It doesn't fit.
The first thing Jesus preaches is repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Did you know that the first word out of Jesus' mouth when he began to preach, the first word was repent? Don't you think the first thing out of Jesus' mouth would be the most important thing we should ever listen to? And the first thing, the first word is repent. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. You must repent of the ways you are living in the kingdom of darkness to enter into the kingdom of light. The ways of the kingdom of darkness are not allowed in the kingdom of light. This is why Jesus says to repent and change your lifestyle. What king on this earth do you ever think would allow you to go, I'm going to come into your kingdom, I'm going to submit to you as my king, but I'm going to continue to live the ways of the last kingdom that I was in. There's no king on this earth would ever do that. Jesus is not going to do that either. When you say, Jesus, you are my king, you're saying, I'm bowing before you, I submit myself to you, I surrender to your lordship, you are my lord, and I'm leaving the ways of the kingdom of darkness, and I'm coming into the kingdom of of light and I now take on to to live out the ways of you Jesus live out the ways of the kingdom of heaven for the rest of my life this is how I'm going to live I'm going to follow you and I'm going to follow the way that my king has called me to live see there will be many people that say Jesus is the Messiah with their mouth but they will say that Jesus is just a prophet with their lifestyle and I believe that there are many people out there today who are saying that Jesus is king that he's Messiah with their mouth, but they're saying that he's just a prophet with their lifestyle. What does your lifestyle say about what you believe? What you believe about Jesus and how you are living must match up. It must match up because if something's not matching up, it means that you don't believe he's the Messiah or you have been deceived. And the Bible does say in the end that deception will run rampant and the enemy will have deceived so many of us as the bride of Christ. So if you have been deceived and you are living a way that's full of sin, it's time to repent, come back to Jesus and begin to live out the ways of the kingdom of light and follow your king, follow Jesus. The confession of your mouth must, must match the lifestyle you are living. See, the church is built upon this one foundation, and that is that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God. He is the rock, and that is what the foundation of the church is built upon. If the living God is not living through you, then you need to take a good, hard, long look at who you believe Jesus really is. If Jesus really is the Messiah to you, then you will have no problem with giving up your old life and turning it into a new turning it in for a new one. You will have no problem putting away the ways of the kingdom of darkness and then living out the ways of the kingdom of heaven. You will go, you know what? I want to walk into the kingdom of heaven, but I want to look at you, you tonight. And I want to tell you this. You're not going to enter the kingdom of heaven by living out the kingdom of darkness. If you are living the ways of the kingdom of darkness, don't expect to get into the kingdom of heaven when Jesus comes. Did you know in Matthew chapter 7, there are so many people that had confessed that Jesus was Lord, but Jesus looks at him and says, depart from me. I never knew you. These people 
thought that Jesus was a good man. They thought that maybe they even thought he was the Messiah, but their lifestyle didn't change. And they never spent time with Jesus. They didn't get to know him. There's no way possible that you could fall in love with Jesus, ask him to be your bridegroom, make a vow with him as the bride of Christ to live out your rest of your life for him, leave the ways of the kingdom of darkness, come into the kingdom of light, and then continue to live in the kingdom of darkness, continue to live the ways of the world. It doesn't match up. It will not happen. And so Jesus is asking us right now to give up our old life so that we can find the new one. In Luke chapter 9, verse 24, it says, for whoever wants to save their life will lose it. But whoever loses their life for me will save it. Have you lost your life for Jesus? Have you really understood who he really is? Yes, he will bless you with homes. Yes, he will bless you with cars. Yes, he will bless you with children and a spouse and many other things. These are great blessings that God gives us so that we can continue to do the things that God's called us to do. But these are not the reasons we live. We live to glorify God. We live to follow our King. We live to live out the ways of the kingdom of heaven. So I'm asking you tonight, do you know Jesus? Because if you are saying that Jesus is Lord, but you your lifestyle doesn't show it, you could be one of those that end up at the gates of heaven when Jesus comes back or they say, Jesus is Lord, but Jesus says, depart from me. I never knew you. And what I believe is those people confessed it with their mouth, but they never quit living out the ways of the kingdom of darkness. And Jesus will not allow the ways of the kingdom of darkness to come into his kingdom. See, you can't live under the submission of Satan when you're saying with your mouth that Jesus is king. You could only have one king. Your king is either Jesus or it's Satan in this world. So who is your king? What do you believe? If Jesus is your king, you've got to repent of the ways you're living. You need to have a relationship with Jesus and begin to spend time with him on a daily basis and get to know him because he is the author and source of life and everything that you are looking for. So in Matthew chapter 16, as I get ready to close tonight, is the, in the message version, it says, Jesus came back. God bless you, Simon, son of Jonah. You didn't get that answer out of books or from teachers. My Father in heaven, God himself, let you in on this secret of who I really am. And now I'm going to tell you who you really are. You are Peter, a rock. This is the rock on which I will put together my church, a church so expansive with energy that not even the gates of hell will be able to keep it out. There is a kingdom that can't be kept out of anywhere because Jesus is the rock. And then he put Peter on top of him and we all begin building, building. We're all building blocks of this great church that Jesus is building. And so I want to ask you tonight, who do you believe that Jesus really is? Peter had the revelation from the father that Jesus is the rock. And then he understood who he was this revelation did not come from a book or for a teacher. It didn't come from his mom or his grandfather or a pastor or a Sunday school teacher. It came from the Father. It came from his own time with the Lord. See, when you receive this revelation that Jesus is the Messiah from the Father, everything changes. Your faith can't be based on someone else's revelation they receive from the Father. It must be based on what you have received from the Father. 
When you confess that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of the living God, you will want to give up your life for Him. And you will want to do everything that He's asking you to do. So today I'm asking you to confess that Jesus is Lord so that you can change. Everything that you need to change will begin to surface inside of you. Maybe you're a prodigal son. You're saying, you know what? I need to come home. A prodigal daughter, I need to come home. I need to change. I say Jesus is king with my mouth, but I'm living a different way. That should scare you. The Bible says that it should terrify you. It should terrify you. You should work out your salvation with fear and trembling, a holy fear of God. When's the last time you've had a holy fear of God? See, I can't tell you I love you and not tell you the truth. The truth is that there will be people that expect to get into heaven that don't make it. And I don't want you to be one of those. So I'm asking you tonight. I'm going to put that verse back up there again before we close right here. This is what it says in the Passion Translation. Jesus asked them, but who do you believe that I am? But who do you believe that I am? That's my question to you tonight is who do you believe that Jesus is? Who do you believe he is? Not who the crowd say he is. Not your grandmother, not your mom, your dad, Sunday school teacher, not a preacher, not who your favorite pastor is on YouTube. Nope. Who do you believe that Jesus is? Because when it gets down inside of you, something changes. People ask me all the time, why do you live the way that you live? Let me tell you the way, why I live the way I live. is because I believe that Jesus is the Messiah. I believe that he is the king of kings. I believe that he is the Lord of lords. I believe that he's the son of the living God. I believe that he is the rock that this church is built upon. And when you believe these things, something happens inside of you. Why would I, get, why would I not get excited to talk to the king of kings? Why would I not get excited to receive an assignment from the king of kings and to carry it out for him that Jesus looks at me and says, hey, this is what I need you to do, Brad, to carry out on this earth for me. That is exciting to know that the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords looks at me and has an assignment for me. And he has an assignment for you. The Bible says in Ephesians 2, it says that God has prepared in advance works for you to do, but it never says that you will do them. Are you going to do what God's called you to do? It's all going to be based on is who do you believe that Jesus is? So, thank you for tuning in tonight on episode 19. We're talking about what? Who do you believe that Jesus is? Do you believe this? Do you believe that Jesus is the Messiah? If you believe that He's the Messiah, it should change your life. It should change everything a part of you. There's no way that you can continue to stay the same way and live in the kingdom of darkness if you believe that Jesus is the Messiah. So if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Messiah, your lifestyle should match up. Don't listen to the crowds and what they believe. You must believe on your own, get your own belief in who Jesus really is because there's going to be many people on that great day when Jesus comes, they're going to say Jesus is Lord, but their lifestyle never changed. They never quit living in the kingdom of darkness. They kept living the ways of the kingdom of darkness, trying to creep in to the kingdom of light, but the king of kings will not allow that. If you're going to enter into the kingdom of heaven through the gate of Jesus, 
Jesus, you must leave the kingdom of darkness behind. You must leave the ways of the kingdom of darkness behind. And you must say, Jesus, I surrender to you. You are my king. You are my Lord. You are my savior. You're my anointed one. You are the rock. And I surrender my life to you. You are my Lord. You are my savior. You are my bridegroom. And I'm excited to receive my assignment from you to carry out the purpose that you have for me on this earth. Tonight, I'm asking you, who do you believe that Jesus is? It's all hinges on what you believe. The Bible's true. The word of God is true. As the enemy got a hold of your heart and as he deceived you, as he twisted you through pain, through wounds, through so many things to make you believe, wow, maybe just you just didn't even realize you had really forgotten who Jesus is. Because when you believe who he really is, you'll get on fire for him once again.